0: It's time to kickstart your confidence. In this podcast, you will hear open and honest interviews with business owners and like-minded people who have struggled and then how they've overcome their own issues. Listen to their real-life struggles and personal accounts of how they've changed their lives and continue to do so on a daily basis. Get rid of stress, own your own space and thoughts. It's time to take control, feel your personal health and well-being improve as you travel with us on this journey. And now your host, former British champion, owner and chief instructor of Hastings Kickboxing Academy and third Dan Blackbelt, Carl Denny.
1: So today I'm going to be talking about my dyslexia, dealing with it from junior school through senior school and into life and into work and into business um, straight away. Again, I've kind of been thrown off uh, my... My mind this morning because all this has gone wrong. So I'm gonna try and forget about that and carry on. Right. Good morning So I have some notes and one of the big problems with dyslexia is you can't understand your own bloody notes So that's me writing neatly So I need to try and decipher that one These are notes that I just scribble. I mean, I can't even understand them. Okay, so when I thought about this yesterday, I I was in the shower and i had all these great ideas so you're not writing anything you're not putting anything down and you're just sitting there going oh i could do this i could do this i could talk about that and so, and so on and so on um i thought i'll write that down when i get out and then started watching a film last night and a few more ideas so i started writing a few notes which were on here and this is playing around so i can't get to them as well as i wanted to um, and then this morning i got up to actually write them down and that's when the issue starts, okay? So for me, I'm quite dyslexic. Now, I've never been diagnosed with it. So there will be people going, well, you've, never, you've not been diagnosed, you can't be dyslexic. Um, back then, you didn't really get diagnosed. And if you did, you had to pay a thousand pounds for a test. I know that because my cousin got, um, took the test and my parents couldn't afford it. So I never went for the test. So junior school, I was just the naughty kid that didn't really listen, um, found it hard to listen. And when you're dyslexic, when you're at school, when you're at junior school, it's maths, English, science. Maths, English, science, kind of like that now. Anyway, um, but I really, really struggled. But I didn't know. I just thought it was the stupid kid, the thick kid, the idiot, the one that didn't want to listen, uh, the one that couldn't learn or read. Um, and I can read. It's just not very good. So when I, when I say I can't read, I can actually read. It's just not that great. Um, I was actually going to read, like, give you a... Know, I should have got a book so I could read it to you, but uh, I'm not going to embarrass myself that much. So at junior school, it was you know, for example, you'd be doing English, and I struggle, and back then, obviously then, dyslexia was like really, really, really not very well known. So it would just be like, just read the board. And I'm sitting there going, I can't read the fucking board. Now, excuse me, I might swear a little bit through this. If if there is children watching, I apologize now, and I'll do my best not to swear. But at the same point, I want you to understand what was going through here. So the teacher's going, well, read it on the board. It says it on the board. Carl, why are you not listening? I'm like, I'm not listening because I don't fucking understand it. Do I? I can't read the word, miss. And they're like, well, don't get funny with me. And I'm like, I'm not trying to get funny. I don't understand. Like, and it builds up like that. So you'd be like, right, we're going to sit on the naughty spot or go and back then you had to go into a different classroom and go and sit in another classroom. And they'd be like, Denny, why have you come here again? Oh, because I've been arguing with miss. Why have you been arguing with miss? Because I can't read the board. Why can't you read the board? Well, because I can't. Well, you stupid. Well, obviously I am, sir. But don't get sarcastic with me, Denny. It's that constant battle of shit, isn't it? Um, and then you get spelling tests. Now, I don't know if they still do them now because it's been a long time since I've been at school. But you used to come home with spelling tests. So you'd sit down with mum and dad, age whatever we were, six, seven, eight, nine years old, and you'd have 20 words that you have to spell. So your mum and dad would sit there and go, right, spell the word out. And this fits perfectly. So spell the word out. I'm like 40 this year. And I'd probably spell this word, or these words, every single day of my life, and they always get me. Neighbor, neighbor, and technique. I spelt it, I wrote it twice yesterday, technique, okay? I still can't remember how to spell them today. Neighbor's not so important, because I don't need to write neighbor all the time. But technique, as part of my job, you need to learn this technique. And when you throw a jab cross, you need to know the basics of the technique. So the word technique is quite important. And as much as I try and remember it, I can't. And then I'll get it right. And then child I'll be like, oh you spell it right this time. I'm like, woo! Uh, and then the next day I'll be writing it again. And well done Billy, you had really good technique. Oh fuck it, how do I spell technique? I can't remember. Oh, so <laughs> legs is just See, she doesn't know how to spell it either. She just went, I don't know that one. Um the words just go. No matter how much you sit there and learn, no matter how much you do a spelling test, and sometimes you get them right, sometimes you get them wrong, but um, they just disappear, they just go out of your brain. And back then, obviously we didn't have we didn't have Google or I won't say her name or autospell correct, etc. etc. Um, so they'd say, pick the first three letters and then you'll find it in the in the dictionary. Who well, you use the dictionary now, anyway. But what if you don't know the first three letters? Technique. Is it T-E-Q, is it T-E-N, is it T-E-C? Now, I, might, I know this might make me sound like an idiot, but that's what in my brain is doing. Even now, and I've spelt it every day of my life the last 20 years. Um, now you have autocorrect, which is fantastic. Um, but that's only good if you know the words you wanna say. And that's only good if you know what you're trying to put down. So if you don't know what you're putting down, once again, you are screwed. Give me an, I'll give you another example. H-K-A, it's quite easy to spell, isn't it? It's been my business for the last 10 years. I've said it for the last 20 years. H-K-A, three letters. So a few weeks ago, me and Charlie went out for a walk and I went to spell H-K-A in the field. Who can't spell H-K-A? It's mine. When, or when I struggle with my dyslexia, you focus so hard on something, you forget about everything else. So in the field, I've written the H and I'm going like, HKA. H-K-A, H-K-A so i write next letters, K. Okay? And I've got halfway through spelling the A and thought that's meant to be okay not an A because I've focused so hard on not getting it wrong I actually got it wrong so that's the other thing and again this is, this is for parents that have got children that are struggling with it this is for children that are struggling with it and don't necessarily understand it we focus so hard on, on getting it right that we still get it wrong because we get so blinkered and you focus on it so much. it just it, I can't explain it. And I wish I could. And if I had better vocabulary, better English, if I was more articulate, then I'd be able to explain this a lot better. Um, but does that make sense? We focus so well, we, Honestly, we try so hard. And then when you try, and then when someone says to you, and this happens to me on a daily basis, Sade will go, read what you've put. I'm like, I'm reading what I've put. Yeah, but read what you've actually put. And I'm like, I am reading what I've actually put. I'm not, I'm reading what I think I've put or I'm reading what I wanted to put. And you can, we can read it 20 times and we will still read what we think we have put. We will miss out words. We will almost miss out sentences because although we're looking at the page, it's actually up in here and we're, we're trying to say what we think we're trying to say, not what we're actually reading. And I know a lot of people do that, but I mean, I can miss out sentences. There's, there's been times when I've wrote people things and they'll turn around and say to me, what have you just put? What? It makes no sense. I'm like, well, of course it does. And I'll read it again. And I'll read it again. It makes perfect sense. And they're like, no, read it again. About the 19th time, I'll read it and I'll go, yeah, I don't know what it means. And even I don't know what it means. And I'm the one who's bloody written it. Um, so junior school, going on to senior school, um, year eight, year nine, English. And again, it's English, math, science, PE. When you are at senior school, it was, they've now got rid of PE. So that's just English, maths and science. You poor children um I remember I, I can see it now in English sitting over in the corner so I wouldn't get picked on sitting next to Paul Beveridge hi Paul I know you're not watching this but hi anyway and um Mrs Bardery <laughs> her name wasn't her name she was married to Mr Bardery but obviously they're teachers so I couldn't remember her real name but we called her Mrs Bardery and she'd be like Carl stand up read page four and I'd be like oh no 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 miss pick someone else no Carl I've asked you I'm like please pick someone else nope you need to learn, Kyle. stand up. And for me, reading is like, I'm not scared of spiders, but people a lot of people are scared of spiders. So it's like a ratnophobia in respects to for me, it was oh, a spider there, pick up, take it out. But if you're someone that really fears spiders, I mean run out of the room screaming, you run into the middle of the road and get run over, rather than deal with the tiny little house spiders in the corner that you could just pick up and throw out. So when someone says, Carl, can you read this document? I have that, no, fuck off, get away, get away, get away. Like, honestly, I I go mental. That's what happens in here. It's It scares the hell out of me. So I hope this is making sense, by the way, guys. It, so if this is like connecting or if you understand, just say, um, just kind of join in, let me know. I um, would appreciate it. Um, so yeah, stand up, read page four or whatever page it was. So I'd stand up and it would be like, First of all, you're under pressure, which is bad enough. Second of all, you can't read, which makes it even worse. Um, So you can't read, but you you struggle to read. So I'd be like, I think it was mice and men I think we were reading. So um, Danny and John. um, Miss, I don't want to do it. Can I sit down? No, continue reading. (sighs) Okay. So Dan and John, they were in that. No, they wasn't in. They were around. They were going. Miss, I don't want to do it. And then, obviously, all the kids would then be like, Carl's comes a dickhead, comes an idiot, no bed, blah, 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 blah. So I'd just sit down. So then I'd bite at them. I'm not a dickhead. I'm not this, I'm not that. Stop arguing, Carl. Well, hold on a minute. They've just called me a... They attacked me. They've called me a spaz, a knob, a dickhead, etc, etc. idiot, a retard. So I'm now responding to them. That's not the point, Carl. <sighs> well, it kind of is the point, miss. Don't raise your voice at me. Why the fuck? Uh, you can see where I'm going with this. So on it goes. So then you get chucked out. So do you know what? Getting chucked out, getting into detention, was much easier, much less stress, and for me an easy way out than reading that book. And then there are a few people hit that pool, and be like, Cole, just calm down, take a breath, don't worry about it. They're just idiots. Rob's over in the corner, Maggie's over there. Do you know what I mean? Taking a piss. And then obviously you get into the you get into the hallway, to get a break. <laughs> You're a dickhead, you can't read really all asbastics, only a simple book. Can't read mate, can't read, put some gloves on. See how good you are then. So that was uh, senior school. So a lot of my trouble when I was at school was because of that. So I would try and find the easy way out. And looking back, I wish I didn't. Looking back, I wish I'd not bit my tongue. I wish I sat down and listened. I wish I'd done my best. But at that time, I would rather run into the road and get run over than read a book. Simple as that, okay? But what's weird is maths, I was top set. Or I was in set B, so not the top set, but the next one down. Um, and we'd be set equations, and they'd, they'd write on the board, chalkboard back in the days. Um, I don't know. It might be something like, you know, 2B, 2B times 4C minus X gives you Y. And I could just go, 4C, or whatever the answer was. So they would turn and say, well, how did you do the working out? Because you get marks working out. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how to work it out. Even if I try and write it down, I can't write it down because my writing's too bad. You've seen what my writing's like. So it didn't make sense anyway. Um, but I could work it out. So my maths, when I was at school, was, was up here. And my English was, you know, I failed every English, I think. I think I've got two Fs and two Qs. Um, so dyslexia isn't just about writing. It isn't just about spelling. It's about numbers, it's about how you see things, it's about how you analyse things, it's how you deal with situations. It's not just putting words on paper. Now, when you're really dyslexic, you can write upside down, back to front, you can put the wrong letters in, you can put numbers instead of letters. And most of the time, them dyslexic people can still read it because they're reading what they want to read, not what they've actually put. So so most of you will read it and go, that makes no sense. But the person that's wrote it will generally be able to read it straight away. Yeah, so some people are saying the same. they can do maths and shy away from reading, it can change your career, etc, etc. So yeah, so a lot of people assume that dyslexia is just English, it's not. Um, it's, It's not even English or maths sometimes, it can just be looking at a bit of paper. So one of the things that I have is when you look at a bit of paper, like when you see in films, the letters jump off the page and start to move. So it doesn't matter what the letters are, or what the numbers are, they just get up and move. So you try and read a book that's moving, do you know what I mean? Um, and I, d- I don't know what it is. I'd love to know what it is. And I'm sure there's, there's a really good scientific explanation for it. Um, but it doesn't really matter to me. That what matters is that they're moving, so you can't read it. Um, so over the last couple of years, I've been trying my best to learn better to read. Um, I've read three books this year, but I've listened to about five or six So for me, listening to them is so much easier because I'll just get in the right hump. So when it comes down to reading, this is when it starts affecting your life a little bit more. So for example, you're working on your computer and something will flash up and there'll be two buttons like OK or cancel most of the time, isn't it? Okay is in green or blue, nice big box for you to click and then cancel is not highlighted because most of the time you don't cancel, you press OK. So I'll click OK. And then what normally happens is is a few months later, my brother will go, I sent you this email and you had to download this form or I told you not to do this or do this. So I'm like, yeah, I'll just press OK. He wasn't meant to press OK, you meant to press cancel. So I can have something that pop up on my computer and it will say something like, um, warning, your computer's going to explode. A virus has been um, uploaded to your computer and you need to do this. You need to press cancel or your computer will explode and your life will end. And because OK is highlighted, I'll click it. Because I haven't really read it. I just want to get rid of it. So when you get them pop-ups, I'll just click. And obviously, then a lot of these pop-ups now are designed for you to click, thinking you're getting rid of them when you're actually subscribing to something or buying something, which I literally had last week. I'd subscribe to something that I thought I'd not. And because I didn't read it, I was just like, get off my, get off my screen, piss off, go. And I subscribed to something which then cost me money. So then I had to go through the rigmarole of reading an email to then try and unsubscribe and then try and get my money back. So if you are doing stuff, don't do what I do. Try and actually read and watch and learn and look, read what you're pressing and clicking to. So reading out loud is bad. Reading generally is bad. Um, Trying to write a sentence is hell. Um, So again, if I write a sentence, so my statuses, obviously they're typed. But what should take probably 30 seconds will take me about three, four minutes. If I do a big meaningful one that will take, say, five minutes, that will probably take me half an hour. And even then I still get it wrong. I still get a few people. Thank you. You know who you are. Carl, rewrite that. Read it. Actually, write, look at what you've put. Because if you miss one word out of a sentence, it can really change the sentence. Like, um, I don't know. I really hope you kill yourself. I really hope you don't kill yourself. One word difference. Now in my head, I might have put don't, but I might not have written don't. Does, does that make sense? So if I write how I would normally write, so scribble, uh, I don't know. Hi, my name is Carl Dennett. Simple. Okay, first of all, you can't even read it. Okay, that's normal speed. Now if I do the same, I'll slow it right now, so you can actually read it, can't believe I'm even doing this on a live, My So careful, just trying to get the ink on the paper. Now, it's not even neat, but at least you can now read it. But, I mean, that took what? 30 seconds, 35 seconds to write seven words. So when you're at school and they say, can you write this off the board um, or write down two pages of Macbeth or whatever, um, Most people will write that saying two minutes, but that would take me 10. So then you can't keep up. So then people start taking a piss. Then you get behind. And it's so easy. And this is the other part of dyslexia. First of all, you really struggle. And then you just explode. So If you're a parent that has got a child that explodes at you, have some empathy, have some sympathy for them. If they are generally struggling with dyslexia, I mean, if they're just argumentative or naughty, then that's different. But if they're, if they're dyslexic and they're doing writing or maths or they're, they're trying to learn something and then they just explode, do not give them extra pressure because it will just send them worse. It will make them go the other way. So I had a few teachers. I had two English teachers. One of them was great. One of them was bad. Um, so when you get a good teacher, they will help you get through whatever you're trying to get through. So as a parent at home trying to teach your children, you're not teachers, You haven't gone to school or college to learn how to teach, and yet you're now forced to try and help teach your kids. So if you get anything from this is if they struggle with English and maths, try not to apply the pressure too much. Yes, children, you need to learn. Yes, you do need to try. And I wish I tried harder, but I completely understand when you explode. Um, And parents, it's not worth arguing with them because you will lose. (laughs) You lose that nine times out of 10, buddy. Yeah, so... (sighs) For me, forms, so for example, um, we've just gone through uh, life policy. So if, if we die, the mortgage gets paid off. Um, and I've got someone else doing it for me. But he's, he still messaged me last night. Matt, love you to pieces. Um, but he said, I'm going to ring you in the morning and we're going to go for a form. And literally, explosions. I'm like, I don't want do to do it. I'd just do it. I'd rather pay you to do it than me do it. I'd rather spend my money and not have the fear of filling out a form. Now, a lot of you will probably laugh. And what do you mean for, fear of filling out a form, you idiot? I'll put some gloves on and jump in the ring with an, a lion, put a bit of paper in front of me and a pen, and I'll shit myself. It's that bad. And I still get it now, even now. So I would do my very best to get out of paperwork and forms, which is why I have a PA part-time, which is why I have a VA near, near enough full-time. So the ones that are going, oh, yeah, but Cole, like, your posts recently have been brilliant. Some are terrible. And you can tell the ones that I've written and you can tell the ones my VA's written because he's a legend. And he's in the Philippines. He's got better English than I have. It has got better since reading books, since listening to the book. It has got a lot better. Since I've realised how important it is for my business and my life, it has got better. Why? Because it's more important. When I was at school, reading Macbeth wasn't important. It wasn't going to make me become a kitblogs instructor. It wasn't going to change my life. But I wish I'd listened a bit more now. So ironically, the fear of words, I looked at this this morning, I wanted to sound clever. The fear of words. And now whoever made this up is taking the piss out of us. Because the word is... <laughs> I'm not going to try and say that again. I tried to write it down. The fear of words. So whoever made that word up, they've gone, right... People that fear words. Let's make the longest, hardest, stupidest word possible so them idiots can't understand it. Nobbins. There you go. That's the fear of words. Um, and the fear of forms. Like I said, like, again, with the business, there are many forms I have to do and bits and pieces. And that I will have to sit down, turn the phone off, turn the computer off, shut everything else off, and just literally focus on that. And even then, I have a complete wobble in my head. And even the simple little things like, um, and we get taught this at junior school, and I remember this quite quite, um, like it was yesterday, if you like, the where's and the where's and the we and the you and the your and the you and the you are's and yours. Now, for me, when I write that, it really doesn't matter. So I might put, where are you today? Um, what are your thoughts on this? And then someone will go, well, don't you mean where or where or your or your? And I'm like, don't see it. I know what I mean. I know what I mean because your is your. Whether you've spelt the, the right your or your, the where or where, I still mean where are you. It doesn't say any other word. It might do if it's me, but you see my point. So in, when, when you struggle with that, sentence, you just read what the sentence actually says, like dis, the word dyslexia. I spell it differently every single time. And the reason I spell it the way I do and I don't change it is to, pr- just to prove a point really, just to say, look, I'm dyslexic the only way I can spell it properly now is by again spell dyslexic and then it spells it for you um, and I mean again on the on the side of lucky you have now got you can dictate phone stuff you can use Otterly you can use all these software packages that will, will do it for you one fantastic um, but the problem with that is once you've dictated it you still have to read it. So it might still get a few bits wrong. You might not say exactly what you wanted to say, and it might put it the wrong way around. So although... Because, like, some people say to me, yeah, but just, just do it on Otterly. Just do it on, on your microphone and addict it, and it will spell it all for you. But you still have to read it afterwards. So you still have to do the same thing. Don't get me wrong, it completely speeds it up, and it probably takes out 80% of the spelling mistakes, which is great. And then you can read it again. Then you run it through Grammarly, which is... Um, a spelling and uh you know putting the commas and posteries and in and stuff it set it grammarly does the grammar um so that then th- sorts out another 10% of it so we're kind of 90% getting it now which is cool um but you've still got 10% left. So it is easier now, yes. There's lots of things that can help you, yes. Um and I wish I had it back then, but I didn't. So in a way, you're kind of lucky if you're at school and learning because you can do that. You can even put it through Google and Google will help you out. So you will get 80, 90% of it there. But if you're handwriting it, you're screwed. Um, and even if you are running it through Grammarly and Otterly and stuff, it still doesn't mean that you're going to get it perfect. And it also means you still need to read it anyway. So there's no escaping it. Um, a few people have mentioned about dysplaxia as well. i really glad you're talking about it. I'm dyslexic. Dyslexic specialist. There you go, Leone. So I've known Leone a long time. Um, hi, hope you're doing okay. Um, it it does allow me and help me to connect with the, the children because we get them. This is why we work with the SEN, the Pathways kids, the naughty kids, um, or what you want to class as naughty, the ones that are misunderstood. They're misunderstood because they're getting angry. They're getting angry because they physically can't cope with the, the workers or the yeah the work that schools are setting in. Um, you know, I, was, I probably would have been given tablets back then if I lived now. Um, and there, there are many things out there to help us, isn't there? Um, so with my book, obviously, uh, there's a, I'm going to leave a page in there, I think, with completely unedited. And even when it's unedited, it's still edited because it auto-corrects half your words anyway. So, I mean, one page had 130 mistakes. 130 mistakes. There's nothing else. You want to buy my book just to take the piss. Um, but the idea of the book for me was I wanted to prove to myself that it was possible to get through it. Now, it's nearly in, it's nearly been a year. So it's took a year to, to write and put together and stuff. Um, but the book for me, even if I don't sell one copy, I, I don't really care. I mean, it'd be nice to sell copies. Of course it would be. But the idea of the book was literally to prove to myself that it is possible. It was like, you know, I don't know, imagine if you had... The the old dude walking 100 laps of his garden, I'm 100 years old, I've got a Zimmer frame, but I'm going to prove to the world that I can walk up and down my garden 100 times. So that's, writing the book, for me, that's what that is. It's a near on impossible task to do, to make scribbles on a bit of paper, legible, make sense, and then be interesting that people would want to read it. So that's why I'm writing my first book. I do also believe, children, that my failures at school have become strengths as an adult, okay? So, you know, teachers would say I'd mount to nothing. Teachers would say that I'm useless, I'm an idiot, I'm a spastic, I'm a waste of time, I'm a waste of resources at school, etc. etc. et cetera, et, cetera, et cetera. Um, Prove them wrong. I wouldn't say I'm a genius. I'm definitely not a genius. Um, but... I chase my dream. Um, the biggest thing for me for HKA for what we do, I believe, is helping people, massively helping people. You know, people have been sending this in videos that we're going to be releasing next week, and under, listening to what people have been saying has just been absolutely insane, so, so, so thankful for what people have done. but we help people get fit, lose weight, deal with anxiety, deal with stress. Um, deal with life struggles and deal with bullying deal with school problems deal with stuff like dyslexia and again if 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 you're a parent and you're struggling with your children I'm hoping this does help even if it helps one person helps me just saying it um it's honestly I, I can't explain how tough it really is for if you have dyslexia to not only do what you want to do but Articulate it, explain it, get out of there. And then when you can't do it, you go from naught to 100 straight away. And near enough, no one can stop you. It's like a raging ball. Or it is for me anyway, personally. Um, that's how I deal with it. I run as fast as I can, as far away as I can. It's the safest thing to do. <laughs> and it's a bit of paper with bits of word on it, which is stupid, but I can't help it. So there you go. That's, that's me. That's my dyslexia. I hope that helped. I hope that makes sense. I hope that's kind of helped some of you understand. Um, Half an hour on the dot, look at that. Again, if if you're a a child that is struggling, if you're, you might not have Facebook, but mum and dad, if they're they're struggling, maybe let them watch this. Sorry for the few swear words, Um, but it might help them if you're a parent trying to help teach your child. If they are struggling, be careful and clever with the pressure you put on them. If you just shout at them, you will get nowhere fast. Okay, so there you go, I'm gonna stop. Have a wicked day. I've got another couple of meetings to go into now. So take care and I'll see you online tomorrow for our classes. Wicked. Cheers, guys. See you later.
0: Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's chat, have any questions or feedback for us, or would like to be on one of our podcasts, leave a review and we will happily get back to you. If you would like more details on how Hastings Kickboxing Academy can help you or a family member, find all our contact details in the show notes. Make sure you subscribe to HKA's Kickstart Your Confidence podcast. And remember, it's not just a sport, it's a way of life.